and welcome to Food Network Obsessed. This is the podcast where we dish on all things food with your favorite chefs, food influencers, and Food Network stars. I'm your host, Jamie Sire, and today we have the mother of social media on the podcast to talk about her rise through viral videos, veganism, and warm words of encouragement. She is an actress, vegan foodie, New York Times bestselling author, and now the host of the new show, It's Complicated. Let's welcome Tabitha Brown. Tabitha, welcome to the podcast. I am so looking forward to chatting with you. Uh, You are affectionately referred to as America's mom. What does that title (laughs) mean to you? Oh, you know, it's so funny because for years and years as an actress, I always wanted to be known as like America's mom because I grew up loving Claire Huxtable and she was like America's (laughs) mom to me. And I I wanted to have a TV show one day because, you know, I'm an actress and I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to be that, have that type of character where people look at me like she's America's mom. And then when people started calling me that on TikTok, I was like, oh, wow. I never thought that people would think just me being me was, you know, would give them that feeling. And it's such a, you know, special thing to me, I think, you know, when I meet people, some people that are like my age that still say, you feel like you have a mother energy, even to me, right? (laughs) I just, I mean, it's such a compliment, right? To feel like that to people. That means, you know, I make people feel safe and I make them feel loved and it's just a great feeling. I love it. Well, I I love the feeling that you give to all of us as we, you know, get to watch you on screen um, because you do feel it. You you have this presence that I think, you know, both on and off social media is just a sunny mix of wisdom, humor, um, and then, of course, advocating for a plant based lifestyle as well. For someone who's maybe not as familiar with your story and your path, can you share a little bit about your journey from the southern meat-centric meals of your hometown in North Carolina to becoming a huge voice in the vegan community. Oh, wow, honey. Yeah, I always tell people I I didn't go vegan, honey. (laughs) Not how I was raised. (laughs) And and not because I didn't like how non-vegan food tasted. I'm from North Carolina, you know, from the South. And crazy enough, though, I was vegetarian when I was 15. I stopped eating like all meat Mm. and did that for about five years. And then I moved in with my husband. I started back eating like fish and chicken, honey, because he would be making it look so good. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, I'll never go back to red meat and pork, but I can do the fish and chicken. And then, you know, for like 20 years almost, I was eating that. And I started getting sick in 2016. And I had these terrible headaches um, in the back of my head every day for a year and seven months. And I started having chronic fatigue and Mm. pain throughout my body and depression because the doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. And they said it was something autoimmune, but they could never figure it out. I had every test you can imagine, blood work, MRIs, injections in my head, injections in my spine, and nothing would work. And then my daughter came home from school one day and was like, we saw this documentary at school, mom. I think you should watch it. And it was, uh, what the hell? And I was like, well, it ain't every day a teenager come home and tell you to watch a documentary. Girl, pop, <laughs> pop the popcorn. Let's see what's going on, you know? And when I watched it, I was like, "Mm." it was kind of like a light bulb moment for me when they were talking about, you know, not all diseases are hereditary is that we eat the same thing in our family, causing the same disease in our bloodline, you know. Mm. And so for me, my mom died at 51 of a very rare disease, ALS. There's no cause or cure. 
Uh, my daddy just turned 70 last year. The first man in our family to ever hit 70. Wow. And people get sick in young ages and they die at young ages in my family. And the only common denominator I could think of was how we ate. And it was also the only thing I had not tried. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a 30 day challenge and see what happened. And in the first 10 days of doing a vegan challenge, uh, my headaches disappeared. Wow. And I was like, ooh, I must be on to something. And so after the 30 days, I never went back. And then I told my husband, you know, because we did it together as a family. Mm-hmm. And so on, on that day, on day 29, I was like, you know what? I feel so much better. I'm like feeling like my old self again. I think I'm going to go vegan. And tomorrow he was like, well, tomorrow, honey, I'm going to eat a piece of chicken. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> That's your business. OK, because and I always tell people that because sometimes you got to be willing to go on the journey alone. But that's also why the show is so real, because I was having to make two and three different meals in my house because I was yep. on the journey by myself. So but that's how it happened. Yeah, I know. And we will definitely talk more about the show in just a bit. Um, did, did anybody else in your family stick with it? Or are you are you still the only one going strong? So crazy enough, the next year I was being by myself for the first year. And then my daughter joined me a year after. And she was like, I want to do it now. And so then she was vegan with me for three years. And then the year after that, my husband decided on his own, okay, I want to do vegan, you know, as well. And so he did it for a year. Both of them lasted for like two and three years. And now they both went okay. back to like fish and chicken. Nobody, okay. you know, my kids have never eaten like red meat or pork. Cause I'd never had that since they were born, but they both eat fish and chicken. Now my son, however, who is 10, he will tell you, I have never been vegan. I will eat vegan stuff that my mom cooks, but he has always eaten real regular pizza. And he'll tell you, he eats real chicken nuggets. And I'm like, okay, we, <laughs> we know son, we know. So yeah, it's, it's just me by myself now all over again. But I'm sure that they eat some of the, the, the vegan items that you make. And, and what do they think of it? Do they think it's like comparable to, to the meat, you know, real thing kind of thing, but, or, oh, or are they, <laughs> Oh yeah. I mean, in the beginning, it's funny. If you go back to like my old videos, when I first started cooking live, my husband would be like, I ain't trying that mess. Nope. I'm good. Nope. Nope. I'm good. You know? And then over time it was like, Oh wait, this is vegan. Oh wait, this is good. And now, you know, one of the uh, favorite meals that I make is like a vegan lasagna. He prefers mm. that over regular lasagna. None of my, you know, dairy is just not a thing in my house anyway. But they love a lot of the vegan meals that I make. And that's all I cook. Right. So if they want something else. They got to order it. Mommy is cooking vegan in the house. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. What uh, what all goes into the, the vegan lasagna? Oh, so depends on which one I'm making. I do one that's like eggplant when I'm trying to do right by my life. And, you know, when <laughs> I'd be like, I ain't gonna eat all the carbs today. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna do eggplant. But I will use, sometimes I'll use all veggies, but sometimes I'll add like a, a vegan sausage, like an apple mm. sage sausage, and I'll grind it up with zucchini, uh, yellow squash, peppers, onions, mushrooms. And I grind it all up in like a chopper. So that's like my meat base. And okay. then I layer it with like a, a, you know, a vegan cheese. And I use two different kinds because, you know, you got to have a little flavor. Okay, <laughs> of you course. Know, I use a little garlic powder, right? And seasoning, herbs and spices. And then I just layer it. And then I have my lasagna sauce, right? Like a tomato paste. Sometimes I'll do it myself with like crush um, tomatoes and garlic and onion and blend it to puree it. Or honey, I'll get a good old jar from the store. You know, you can get your store about get whatever your favorite tomato paste or uh, spaghetti sauce is. Layer it all up with the cheese and just keep layering it with your uh, noodles. Now, some people love those uh, no bake. What is it? The uh, mm-hmm. you know, no the boil no-bake. noodles that yep. you can just put them in there. Those are great, too. But sometimes I still do the old fashioned way. You boil them and then layer, you know, layer it up. And they just love it. 
they just love it. And on top, you know, if you want to get fancy, you add your little cheese on the top and then put your little black olives on the top. (laughs) (laughs) It's very good. It's very good. No, it's a great way to pack in the veggies as well. I mean, you mentioned the the plant-based cheeses that you use. What are some of your favorite plant-based ingredient substitutes or just meals in general? You know, like a cashew cheese over over a different type of of plant-based cheese or, or, or things that people, you know, that are maybe just starting out on their own, you know, plant-based journey that they don't really know about. Oh yeah. There's so many now, right? Cheese is one of my favorite things. I probably went yesterday and bought like three different kinds. Cause I had a, <laughs> had a taste for like some cheese with like some wine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. So I was like, hmm. so I'm going to bite myself over to that. <laughs> any, anytime you come on over, but you know, Miyoko's, uh, she makes amazing cheese, all different, you know, kind and it's uh, coconut base. And then there's also cheeses that are cashew based or chickpea based. I love them all depending on what I'm using them for. Right. So if I'm making mac and cheese, I combine them all Mm. because I like a good four or five cheese blend in my uh, mac and cheese, especially if I'm going to bake it because I like a little sharp. And believe it or not, we got we got sharp cheddar. Right. Vegans got sharp cheddar. We got medium cheddar, all the things. Um, Shredded cheese. My husband, my son, they well, not my son, but my daughter, they love like their shredded cheese on the, their tacos. I made that last night. And uh, Chow makes a good Mexican blend. Um, Chow, uh, not Chow, but that's the brand, but it's a mm-hmm. Mexican blend and uh, shredded cheese. You know, you can put that on tacos, American style with lettuce and cheese. But then if you have a burger thing, you, you, if you anything like me, honey, I still love a good cheeseburger. Okay. <laughs> yes. That's my business. If I don't want to do black beans and beets and all that to make it myself, I would definitely buy like a good old Beyond burger. And, and okay. I'll, I'll actually throw it in my air fryer or I'll put it on my cast iron skillet if I'm not going outside to the grill. And it's so good. And then you let it, <laughs> it it's so good. And then there's a, a follow your heart, like a Swiss cheese. And I put it mm-hmm. on there and I have some mushrooms sauteed and put it on there. It's just such a comfort food. All the things that you think you can't have anymore is what I always like to try to make because that's really the reason that people don't go vegan, right? Because they're like, oh, honey, I'm going to miss this. I'm going to miss that. So my goal when I first went was to try to find all the things that I knew I would miss. Mm-hmm. I was like, let me see what I can make the vegan version of this. And that's what helps us with the cravings. That's what helps us feel like, oh, I, I can do this. It's not, I'm not missing something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh- I mean, you're obviously a pro at it by now, but uh, and you mentioned, you know, the headaches and, and and these kind of things that have have really helped, you know, been helped by your your vegan diet. Um, how has it changed your life and your perspective on food as a whole? Ooh, well, it's, it changed my life because it saved my life, right? Mm-hmm. I never really used to think about food as medicine, and for a long time, I had a a problem. I think with how I looked at food, right? And how I looked at myself. Because sometimes, you know, as, a, as an actress and being in the industry, I was very focused on how I looked. I wasn't focused on how I felt, mm. which is not a good thing. It's, it's, it's kind of tough, mm-hmm. right? And so once I got sick, and that's why I always, you know, tell people, don't wait until you get sick to focus on how you feel, right? What we're putting into our body. That's when I started paying attention, like, Oh, wait, when I eat this, I feel this way. Why Mm -hmm. did I have to wait until I got sick to pay attention to my body? And so it really opened my eyes up to that. And, you know, I didn't go vegan because I was like this animal activist or, you know, anything like that. But it did open my eyes up to the world, Mm -hmm. to the to the animals, to the environment. All the things that me choosing plants over animals is helping. Right. 
And just having more compassion for people, for myself, it helped me with depression. It helped me with anxiety. It really just changed how I look at everything, I, I guess. You know, when you are making a decision to not eat death anymore, but eat life, mm. it just changes things, right? It's just, and I never thought about that. And I'm never one of those people that's like, oh, you should never eat this way because I'd be a hypocrite. And I ate that way for over ha- more than half my <laughs> life, right? But I always just share how I do eat and how I do live. And it did change my life. Making videos of food was never something I thought I would do ever. Honey, I have no desire to cook. I'm an, I'm an actress. I'm a trained actress living in L.A., trying to you know, pursue an act. And never one time that I think I would be cooking videos for a living, you know, doing cooking videos. But it did change my life. It, it, now it's part of me. I still do so many other things, but it's a huge part of who I am and how people came to know me. Tabitha is on a new show called It's Complicated, and she's telling us all about it up next. I mean, your star is certainly shining brighter than ever right now. And as we've covered, you are an expert at creating these tasty dishes, regardless of the dietary requirements or restrictions, which I think makes you the perfect host for your new Food Network show. It's Complicated, <laughs> which I love the title, by the way. Um, can you tell us a little bit more just about the premise of the show? Well, honey, listen, it's Complicated says it all, right? It, <laughs> yeah. it, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about when I first went vegan. It was just me. And it's kind of and I'm still back to that place. Right. And then my husband, he still was eating, you know, his his chicken and his fish and then my son is like a pizza I always call my son he's like the the jock diet pizza hot dogs burgers like that's chicken nuggets that's what he wants every day if you let him have it that's what he wants and then my daughter is like depending on how the wind blows is what she has a taste for right (laughs) and so I was like I can't keep making four and five different meals every day I gotta figure out one meal that everybody loves and then I realized I'm not the only person as I would cook live people the comments would come in all the time like oh my god girl how how are you cooking one meal because my son won't eat anything green my husband only wants ribs this, this, <laughs> you know I, and I was like that's the world and so I was like that is the show like people are going to love that they're going to relate yeah. to it because you know some people now are gluten-free some people like me they're vegan some people have all kinds of you know allergies it's so many different things that we all struggle with even going to dinner you know, you'd be like, oh, Lord, I don't know if I want to go to dinner with her. <laughs> She's going to be ordered. It's going to take her 20 minutes to order. Her order going to be wrong or whatever. But it's the same with people in their house for uh, parties or holidays. You're like, OK, can I cook something that everybody will love? And so that's what my hope is, that people will watch the show and realize, oh, my goodness, I, I know somebody with the same issues and they cooked this one meal and everybody loved it. I'm going to do that. So it'll open our minds up and we'll get ideas and we all come together. That's really what it is. It's really about bringing the, your family, your friends all back to the table together so we don't have to separate to eat a meal. Yeah. I mean, I think it really reflects, like you're saying, these real life circumstances at the mm-hmm. dinner table. My boyfriend always you know, makes fun of me. I make like three different versions of <laughs> stuffing at Thanksgiving just to, you know, satisfy everybody. everybody. Yeah, exactly. But basically, this show is kind of that you have, you know, the different judges kind of, you know, saying what their dietary restrictions or preferences are. I had to laugh because 
one of the judges doesn't eat bell peppers. And that's totally me that I, everyone's <laughs> like, what? How could you not eat bell peppers? But I'm curious if there's any foods, obviously, aside from anything not plant based that you don't eat. Oh, what is something I don't eat? It's very not many things, honey. Uh, shoot. I can't think of something that I don't care for. I'm a big foodie, right? <laughs> I mean, before I was vegan, I could answer that because I'd be like, oh, honey, I ain't eat nobody's like chicken livers or any of those type of things. But as I mean, I love all the things that most people hate. Like I love okra. I love onions. So I yeah. love mushrooms. Like, so your only thing is that it, it, it has to be plant based basically it, on the show. So everything on the show is plant based. And then there's some other nuanced uh, restrictions or requests from some of the judges. Correct. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. Also, one of my favorites, Manit Shohan, uh, is oh. one of the judges on the show as well. She is I love such her. a sweetheart. What was it like working with her and just kind of observing how she approaches the judging process? Listen, first of all, I love her endlessly. <laughs> I, like, I feel like she's my spirit animal. I just love, love, love her so much. Uh, it was love at first sight for, for us. <laughs> We're both foodies, but she is my expert. Right. Yes. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a mom who just cooks for her family. I ain't went to nobody's school. I'm not a chef. I am just a real everyday cook. Monique be knowing the techniques, the terms, like all kinds of things. And I just, I, I'm in awe when I just hear the things that come to her mind. But what I love is that because she's not like a vegan chef, although she does mm -hmm. a lot of like plant-based cooking. I could even tell her things that blew her mind. And I was like, Ooh, <laughs> I told Monique something that she didn't know, you know, so yes. and it was just us going back and forth with ideas and things. It was just amazing. But just to her encouragement with the chefs and helping them with different things, just watching her in that element and just knowing that she's a part of like now she's my family. I mm. was just so happy, but it was, it was, it was such an experience. I can't wait to do it again with her. She's just so amazing. Yeah, no, I love watching the two of you because you both bring, you know, definitely some warmth to the camera, but I'm curious, you know, obviously, you know, you had that fateful review of a whole food sandwich while you were an Uber <laughs> driver and to all of the accomplishments over the last couple of years, and now your own show on food network, to what do you attribute your success? Freedom. Mm. I finally found myself and allowed myself just to be me. And I'll never, ever go back. Right. This is who I am. When I just decided that, you know what, I'm enough. Just as God created me, this tab is enough. My whole world changed. Mm. That's it. That's I love it. That. <laughs> so what's. So what's next? What's next for Tabitha? Oh, my goodness. Well, so many things are happening. Uh, of course, I have my a cookbook coming out this fall in October. I'm super excited about that. It's my first cookbook. Woo, congrats. Yeah, thank you. Today, we just announced my second collection at Target. So I'm doing home office. I'm doing furniture and like, you know, home decor and some fun things that everybody will love. It's just, you know, trying to bring joy to your home space and your home office. Also for your dogs, because I have a dog that I love. It's like my baby, too. And so I did like a dog collection with dog beds and fun little scarves and toys and things like that. And so, yeah. And right now I'm really looking forward to taking a good little break. <laughs> yeah, you deserve it. You've been a busy lady. <laughs> right. I'm looking forward to that. I just finished uh, shooting Tab Time, which is my children's show season two and we just finished last week and so I was like oh I'm gonna take me a little break for a little while before I go on tour in the fall for my cookbook and before all the you know the show comes out and the next collection at Target comes out 
And so, um, but yeah, spending time with my family and I, I really miss just being home sometime and cooking in the kitchen mm. and doing like the, the old videos I used to do. It's just, that's, it's such a good feeling. It's just like, this is natural living and I get to share, go in my garden for a little while and share what's happening in there. And, you know, just, just simple things. Well, we uh, so enjoy watching all of that and and so appreciate you sharing your lives with everyone. And uh, we are so looking forward to watching the show on Food Network as well. It's complicated. I know you're very busy, so we are going to just finish things off with a little rapid fire round. And then we have one final question that we ask all of our guests here on Food Network Obsessed. Oh, OK. I like it. All right. <laughs> all right. Rapid fire questions. Your go to comfort meal. Oh, mac and cheese. <laughs> I, I'm with you on that. Mac and cheese and fried chicken for me. Yes. For sure. Uh your most used kitchen tool. Oh, Sheena. That's my uh she my spat she my spatula. I, she got her own name. I love it. I love it. Does she have any friends? Does she need a friend? Well, you know what? I have a big knife that I call Fred. And so yeah. <laughs> she got a she got a knife friend. So they hang out together. All they right. hang out together. Favorite late night snack. Oh, vegan cheese and and wine. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Favorite restaurant? Well, Kill My Name, of course. Of course. My own restaurant. (laughs) Yes. Yes. You are so many people's inspirations. So who is your inspiration? Oh, my mom. My Mm. mom is still my inspiration. She's, you know, she's been gone for almost 15 years, but the way she lived her life and the grace that she gave to everyone she encountered, the compassion that lived through her, that is my inspiration every day. If I can just be this amount, you know, a small amount of the woman she was, honey, I'm doing all right. I love that. All right. Last rapid fire. The whole world is listening to you for just a moment. What would you say? Oh, for just a moment, honey. You know, no matter what is happening in your life, whether good or bad, it is temporary and it will pass. So look forward to all the positive things, honey, because they are yours to come. Mm, Great advice. That is a great thing to say to the entire world. All right. (laughs) So our last question is what would be on the menu for your perfect food day? So we want to hear, you know, ideally like perfect day. What are you eating for breakfast? lunch, dinner, dessert. There are no rules. You can time travel, (laughs) regular travel, spend as much money as you want. Anyone can cook it for you uh, or you can cook it, whatever. Again, there's no rules. We want to hear about it. And I I have a feeling this will be our first all vegan perfect food day. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, perfect food day, we will start with avocado toast. Okay. Right. I love avocado toast. Um, I love it with uh, dill pickles on top. Mm. A little red onion, a little uh, cilantro, a little Kelly's Parmesan. Uh, it's like a, a cashew Parmesan that you sprinkle on. And mm. she has a lemon pepper flavor. It's so good. Put that on there <laughs> with a little slice of tomato. That is that's our breakfast. Right. Sounds like half of a sandwich, but that's our that's our business. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's your for, day. <laughs> right. I can do that. It's my day. And then for lunch, I, let's see what I would have. Probably because, I, you know, if I eat that. I might go with uh, a tuna milk for, mm. right? So it's an untuna, of course, but I would yeah. use, right? I would use uh, hearts of palm and I will batter them and fry them. And then I would have uh, some grilled onions and cheese and mm. a coleslaw and you, you know, melt it all together. It's so good. Oh, wow. I just got kind of hungry. And then, <laughs> 
And then on the side of that, I would just have sliced cucumbers and mm. onions with a little bit of vinegar and salt and pepper as a little side. And then for dinner, what would I like for dinner? Oh, honey. You know, bef- before I was vegan, it would be crab legs. But now, <laughs> but now I go for lobster mushroom. So I would probably do a lobster mushroom pasta, uh, mm. like a lobster mushroom Alfredo. So good with the lobster mushrooms and spinach and a little bit of zucchini and broccoli with fettuccine, you know, the noodles. And mm. I would make my own garlic sauce and eat very good. Maybe a little Caesar salad on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. My Are you having this watering? Are you? I know my stomach just growled. <laughs> are you having dessert or are you not a sweets person? I'm not a big sweets person. Thank God, honey. They be rolling <laughs> me around. <laughs> I'm not huge on sweets. I usually, you know, my sweets are usually like, you know, fresh fruit and a nice little glass of wine is always. I was going to say the wine. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's that's my dessert right there. Well, there you go. You can have some wine and uh, cheese for dessert. That's right, and that's my business. <laughs> it's your business. It's your it's your day. Like I said, it's your perfect food day. And um, thank you so much again for taking the time to chat with us about, you know, your vegan lifestyle, your brand new show on Food Network and all of the other amazing projects you're working on. Thank you. I appreciate that. Should we end it the way I end all my videos? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, well, very well. First of all, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. Yes. All right. Now, uh, y'all going about y'all business, honey, and have the most amazing day. But even if you can't have a good one, don't you dare go messing up nobody else's in. Very good. <laughs> Perfect. That was so fitting. Thank you all so much right. again. Thank you so much, hun. So nice to meet you. You too. After following Tabitha for quite some time, I cannot believe I finally got to receive her joy so directly. And I hope you guys all enjoyed it as well. You can catch more of Tabitha on It's Complicated, premiering Thursday, August 11th at 10, 9 central on Food Network and streaming on Discovery+. Plus. Thanks so much for listening and make sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a thing. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review. We love it when you do that. That's all for now. We'll catch you foodies next Friday. Bye.